0: Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of the week's writers and thinkers. I'm Starsha and Rochelle, and today I'm calling for an end to corporate business speak. Action items. Incentivize. Deliverables. Core competency. Once upon a time, Sheryl Sandberg published Lean In. This snappily titled womanifesto aimed at leveling the corporate playing field. But now it's my turn. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you two other snappy words guaranteed to change the business world for the better. Shut up. No, really, please, shut it. It's time to zip those runaway gab traps, you prattling project technicians, twaddling strategery administrators, and chief blarney officers. Metrics-driven, stakeholders, solution-oriented... The jargon of everyday business speak has become a dialect of dimwits. A patois of pretension. Pain points, see wins, incentivize, monetize, synergize. We're living in a dilberty jungle. We're grasping lazily at and swinging monkey like from overgrown verbal vines. We're plucking low hanging, overripe idioms and juicing them for all they've got as the excessive syllables drip down our flapping chins. Thought leaders, white papers, visibility, granularity, scalability. The problem with empty catchphrases is they not only obscure your message, they expose you as a linguistic lemming with nothing valuable and nothing real to say. Ideate, iterate, integrate. Bravo to whomever first used over rotate in a sentence but a pox on those who keep spitting it back at the screen because they can't recall how to say, crap, we've gone too far. When did merchandise, whiteboard, and leverage become verbs? When did we start verbing nouns? When did leverage replace utilize, and utilize replace use for jabbering out loud? My brainy friend Nick, who lives to argue with me, calls this stuff business poetry. He insists that each term is packed with valuable lexical information. And I have colleagues, smart ones, who maintain that if it weren't for action items and deliverables, they'd have no idea what to do when they leave meetings. But I call a hooey. I hate any sort of squawk that's fussy when it ought to be clear. I hate when that fussiness is perpetuated for the sole purpose of affirming group identity. It's phony inclusiveness, which makes users feel super special at first, but ultimately divides us all in silly and arbitrary ways. My friend Mott, a cunning linguist, reminds me that the academic world is guilty of insider language, too. So's the real estate world, which favors words like optionality and orientate- Mott recently had a business meeting with a guy who claimed to have verticals. Like, personally, himself. As in, I have several verticals. What does that even mean? This is the opposite of communication it shuts down meaningful dialogue altogether. I'm sure there are those who would be less critical, who blame the industry, not the person who'd point out that these words are just abstract shorthand used to convey the many complexities of commerce. And true, it's not necessarily easy to think and speak clearly, and there can be consequences like being held accountable for what you so clearly said. But I'm sorry, this is exactly what peeves me most about bombastic business balderdash. I've dedicated my career to using language carefully, even painstakingly to try and make the opaque transparent, to boil the bewildering and Byzantine down to this simple and straightforward. It's hard and I don't always succeed, but I always try because I deeply believe that clear, courageous communication is the cure for most of what ails us from personal relationships to business ventures. And because, while optimizing matrices, facilitating methodologies, and deploying high-level efficiencies may stun a crowd into momentary stupefaction, they don't amount to much, if the emperor has no point. Raise up. Drill down. Circle back. Drill down. Raise up. Drill down. Circle back. Drill down. And that does it for this week's episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more series, including 7-Minute Explainers and This Week I Learned, check out theweek.com slash podcasts. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a rating or a review on iTunes. I'm Starshine Rochelle, and thanks so much for listening.